0: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to King's Talk. King's Talk is an avenue in which Jacob Cooper and I share our stories and experiences to uplift and elevate our generations, our generation and generations to come. And, you know, in the future, we plan on doing, you know, interviews with different, different people, um, you know, interviewing students, interviewing, you know, professionals and different things that matter so we can get like a whole different perspective from different people. Yes, sir. How's it going,
1: everybody? My name is Jacob Cooper. Um, like Jonathan said, um, this is all to uplift the people and give some great insights. So just stay tuned in and we have some great things to come. Yes, sir. So what are we talking about tonight? I mean, you tell me, bro. I mean, what are we talking about?
0: What's what's on the menu? Um, I kind of want to discuss and get into, you know, the topic of being equally yoked as far as, you know, the people you surround yourself with, the people you hang out with, your friends, your family, you know, relationships as you enter to, you know, being equally yoked is key. So not only being equally yoked, but having people who have the capacity to understand where you're coming from when you say certain things when you have visions for certain things you know having people who not only see the vision but support you in all that you do
1: it sounds like a great topic bro um i can already feel like it's gonna be some great things said tonight so open me up with the first question
0: so what would you define equally yoked as being like what would you say that's what 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 would Jacob say? Is being equally yoked with somebody, or you know, something in a sense? Um, that's a a great question because, um,
1: though we may say that we want to be equally yoked with somebody, um, in all honesty, uh, you'll never be equally yoked with somebody. And what I mean by that is, um, how I see it is has to be a balance. Um being equally yoked in areas such as um mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, I feel like um uh, those are things that we have to be equally yoked in you know when it comes to relationships, friendships and just being and just having people in our lives um when I see someone is you know as equally yoked me as me, I see them as someone who has the same drive, the same passion, and the same attitude towards whatever they're doing in life. And so what I mean by that is if our passions are the same for for loving God, and we have the same passions for, you know, whether it's what we're doing as far as our career, if it's equally yoked, I feel like we become a power team, um, a power couple. And that goes along with our friends too. I feel like when you surround yourself around people who are trying to be equally yoked with each other, they'll see success. Now, you know, there's going to be times where we're going to be knocked down on our feet, but everyone in my corner is reaching the same goal and that's success. And that's growing a relationship with Christ. And that's becoming a better man, uh, a better woman. That's what I feel like being equally yoked is. Now we're all different people. That's why I was saying that. We won't always be equally yoked. But in those key areas,
0: that's where I feel like we should be equally yoked. For sure. So what I'm hearing is just having people on your team who, you know, have the same vision, have the same drive, have the same mentality. So that when whenever one person is kind of, you know, lacking or falling down, the rest of the teammates or, you know, that partner in a sense can lift that person up essentially, right? Yeah, that's that's
1: basically what I'm saying, because it's like if we're not equally yoked and we go through struggles, we go through things. If my glass is is 85 percent full and, you know, my friends or my partner's glass is 15 percent full, you know, when it's time for me to go through my struggles and me to go through my pain, it's like, how can you know, you pour life into my glass if we're not equally yoked and we're not at the same place.
0: So, I guess that also goes with capacity, kind of what you're saying, just about how, you know, if hello? Yes. So, if somebody has, you know, like you were saying, 85%, you're at 85%, somebody's at 25%, you know, they're going to pour all they can into you, but then you're overflowing into them. So, just kind of like delve into that topic too, like about as far as capacity and how it relates to um, being equally yoked.
1: Gotcha. Do you want me to explain how I feel or you want to uh, dive into it first?
0: Um. Either way, bro, if you have a question for me, you know, you can ask me something.
1: All right, Bet. Well, in that case, since you're um bringing up um capacity and, you know, I just spoke upon being equally yoked, you know, what, what do you feel like it, it takes – to have the the mental capacity when it comes to dealing with someone and it comes to a friendship? Like, what are the the pros and the cons of both having the same mental capacity and being on the same level?
0: So I think with that, as far as being on the same level, I think the biggest pro is that, you know, whenever you face a situation, if you guys are at the same – if you guys have the same capacity towards the situation or the problem – then it's like, it's in a sense a group thing because, you know, you're not only thinking one way and the other person's person's thinking another way. It's y'all are both focused on the goal and focusing on it from the same mental capacity. But then if your mental capacity is, you know, at 90 and theirs is at 50, you have to basically raise them up to see it from your level. And this can kind of cause like discrepancies and, you know, different arguments because the person may see it this way, and you saying you're seeing it another way, and then there you're mad. Y'all are both mad because y'all aren't seeing it from y'all's different perspectives, even though y'all are at different mental capacities. So I feel like being at the same level is crucial, because without it, it just causes like you know interruptions and you know different things that could go wrong. So it's, it's very essential, bro. I feel you on that,
1: you know, because. Uh, In all honesty, you know, a lot of friendships and a lot of relationships sometimes fall out because, you know, one person has more mental capacity than the other. And so sometimes when you aren't equal on that level, it's hard to truly emerge in someone else's shoes when they're trying to explain their point of view and they're trying to express what they're trying to say, because many times, you know, we can hear someone but we truly aren't listening, let alone actually dissecting what they're saying and taking a step back and seeing it from their point of view.
0: Um, so that was a very good point that you hit on because I agree with you. And kind of just going off what you're saying as far as listening, I think it's just broken down into like three simple steps. You listen to what a person has to say, and then from there you go from listening to hearing. Because it's a difference between listening and hearing. You can listen to somebody, but hearing is you're actively going to act on what they're saying. So you go from listening to hearing, and then you go from understanding. And the understanding is, okay, this is what they're saying, and I can comprehend it. But then what, like, goes even a little bit more deeper is that the capacity. Because you can understand what they're saying, but then do you have the capacity to act on it or the capacity to, you know, say oh yeah i understand where they're coming from versus i understand what they're saying but i don't agree or or i don't see where they're coming from so it's it's a lot about you know having empathy and learning your mind and growing you know mentally spiritually physically because when you broaden your views and you broaden your perspectives it's easier to see where somebody's coming from and that just expands your mental capacity because it can be misconstrued when I say capacity as far as mentally that I mean, like as far as intelligence level, like that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying as far as expanding how you, how you view the world, how you view things, how you see situations, how you see different scenarios and that all plays a part in mental capacity and being equally up. Wow. That's,
1: that's good, bro. Like that. I mean, even, As we're on here talking, you know, I feel like not only are we speaking on great points, but I feel like I'm also learning, too. So uh, what you just said was was very valid.
0: Yes, sir. I just feel that, you know, oftentimes whenever there's I wouldn't say necessarily arguments, but disagreements that it can be, you know, simply washed out or simply fixed if, you know, people not only had, you know, people listen, people hear, but it's just the capacity to understand what somebody else is saying. That, yeah, I may not agree with you, but I have the capacity to receive what you're saying and, you know, maybe do research for myself or maybe take a step back and say, dang, you know, maybe I'm wrong. But I feel like that, Thought process kind of stops when it's just, you know, listening, then hearing, then understanding. I feel like understanding is, you know, the last, the last, I guess, part of that because people are like, okay, I understand what he's saying. Rather than like, hey, let me go a a little bit deeper. Let me do a little bit more research. Let me do a little bit more soul searching to kind of broaden my perspective, broaden my capacity. Because it'll be oftentimes where I'm talking to people and I just want to understand where they're coming from. Because I may not be viewing it how they view it, but learning from them and seeing their views can only broaden my capacity. So that if I see somebody else or talk to somebody else who may have the same personal views, I have the capacity that I gain from them and I can kind of transfer it into that situation. It may not be the same, but I'm learning as well. That's good, bro. That's... That's key points. Um,
1: my thing is, what do you think, and how do you think people, um, feel, or what do you think they should do as far as bettering themselves so that they can have the the same mental capacity as their their friend or their partnership, because you know, it's it's one thing to to say, you know, you don't have the the same mental capacity to understand what I'm saying, or for us to have mature conversations. What do you feel that you do yourself, you know, so that when you're you're in a situation and you know it's such a, a sensitive topic, like what do you do to make sure that you're able to receive everything that someone is saying, and you're not letting your
0: emotions Take the best of you. So, based on that last part, like me personally, I'm not really emotional, an emotional person. I'm just really chill, laid back type of guy. Cause I just, that's how I am. I'm a mellow. I'm cool. I don't get like frizzed up that much. But as far as you know, what would I say to people? What, what do I do? I just try to be my best on a daily basis. Because if you're pushing yourself to be your best on a daily basis, then your capacity is gonna grow. You know, if you're pushing, pushing yourself to be your best physically, you know, your capacity is going to grow, you know, in a physical sense. If you're pushing yourself to be your best mentally, you know, reading books, educating yourself, learning, learning a new skill, learning a new hobby, you know, investing in yourself, then your capacity is going to grow emotionally. And I think, I think ultimately that's what it comes down to as far as, like, conversations you have people. It's just emotional capacity because, like we've talked about before – people are hurt, people are broken. So they're trying to understand what you're saying, but then you could say like a small word or a small phrase that they don't like or that triggers them. So then they shut down. And then instead of, you know, activating that kind of capacity part in that capacity sense, they shut down like, okay, like I'm just going to like tune them out or whatever the case may be. When in actuality, you're just trying to break it down. So I feel like it's just very important to also invest in your emotional capacity, in your emotional intelligence, and just learn how to, you know, be in control of your emotions, be in control of who you are. Because, you know, when you're in control of who you are and your thoughts, then nothing can shake you. You know, nobody's actions can shake you. You know, people can tell you this. People can tell you that. People can tell you X, Y, Z. But if you're strong in who you are and, you know, you're solid in who you are, nothing can shake you. Like, that's your foundation. You know, if your foundation is, you know, spiritually, you know, that's a great foundation. If your foundation is, you know, philosophically, you know, that's a great foundation as well. But whatever your foundation may be, you know, make sure it's solid because once it's solid, you know, it can't be shaken by anybody. And because your foundation is solid, that gives you opportunities to grow in your capacity and learning what other people have to say as well.
1: man you you honestly hit some some great points um i agree with you like i feel like it it becomes you know what what are you you know rooted in and you know how how strong you know is your mental because like you were saying um when you have all those areas in line you know when you are trying to talk to people and you know you may get offended you know Having that strong mental capacity is also going to show someone how they react to your response. And so that is very huge that you as a person have to be able to, one, be ready to have conversations, and two, be able to remain calm, and three, also have an open mind to the situation, you know? sometimes we always go into conversations just one-sided this is my way or the highway but I feel like things will never get resolved if that's the mentality that people
0: um, continue to have so that's my little spiel on it yes sir so what are some things that you root yourself in daily that help you grow as a man you know whether it's your your um your spirituality or books or music like what are you rooted in uh, what's what, what are the roots that are in you that bear fruit when you encounter people because I feel like when you're rooted in you know positivity you're rooted in peacefulness you know you bear that fruit when you meet people because they say hey like you're a positive person you know you're, you know, a great person to be around, you know, you stimulate my mind, but, you know, you can't do that. and You can't share that fruit with somebody else if you're not rooted in something. So, like, what are you rooted in as a man that, you know, allows people to have the opportunity to see your fruit in their lives?
1: Um, First and foremost, like, I feel like because I've always um, had a relationship with God, I've always, you know, been rooted in him, though I may not... Have always drink from, you know, his his source of love, of his his source of joy, his source of compassion, um, regardless of me not always solely seeking that fountain. Um, I will say that God has has blessed me with a a, a big heart. Um, he's blessed me with with patience. He's blessed me, you know, with with being a, a kind person, a, a loving person. You know, I feel like when you root yourself in those key things you know it it speaks volumes it it radiates off you you know when you walk into a room you know um, you can sometimes feel the the positivity bouncing off someone um I feel like it's the the way you you carry yourself the the way you talk um it's also what you spend your 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 free time doing what you're what you're listening to the conversations you're having um i feel like because i surround myself around positive people and most importantly people who challenge me i feel like when i'm being challenged um it it makes me a, a better person each day uh it makes me want to grow when i'm i'm seeing the people in my circle do great things and i'm i'm seeing them you know they're involved and they're active and are doing all these things. It just pushes me to be better because in my mind, I'm like, why can't I do it? You know, why can't I be a leader? Why can't I show people that you know there's more to life than just this? It's not about me. It's about the the, the bigger picture. And so I feel like that's what's made me um, a stronger man, a better man, a kind man. I feel like learning from from situations that I've been in have made me want to be rooted into something that's everlasting. Um, because when you go through trials and tribulations and when you're put in sticky situations, at the end of the day, the only man, you know, that can bring you out that I've experienced is, is God himself. You know, when you're in the trenches and you're, you're down and low, God has been there. You know, you can have, people and family and friends surrounded by you, but the the person that you meet in the dark and that has always told me, come here, my son, I'm here. It's tough, but I'm here. You know, that has shown me what I need to be rooted in so that I can continue to um, be overfilled by his blessings. You know, I learned that being... So caught up with the worldly things, it only brings you so much happiness and so much joy till you're sucked dry. But God's love, God's um, patience, Him being so kind, Him being so loving, has allowed me to want to share that love. So people are asking me, Jacob, why are you acting like that? Where where is this coming from? You know, I want that. You know, that's that's what I always try to. Um, model and have so people can,
0: can see the light that I see mm-hmm. that's powerful because one the big takeaway I got from what you were saying Jacob is just substance that if you're rooted in something of substance that radiates and that lasts forever that you know people may pass and time may pass but the things that you do and what you're rooted with in substance, that's what lasts. So being able to, you know, be that light and motivate people and share your fruit, that's important. So rooting yourself in substance, that's that's what's gonna get you where you wanna be and leave that legacy because you know, a lot of people on generation chase clout chase excuse me, chase social media, chasing women, chasing um guys as well, you know, it's not one sided. You know, chasing the wrong things, chasing money. But it's like when you have that substance and that spirit, to, spirit about you, that's what lasts forever. And that's what makes you dangerous is your spirit, is what you're able to do for people. What it, how are you able to make them better? How are able to push them to be better? You know, your positivity, your mentality, and that's what lasts forever. Even Kobe, you know, people, some people never watched basketball before, but they know about Mamba mentality because every time you step on that floor, he was going to give it to you. So, you know, that's what we should live our lives with, that that mentality of, you know, I'm going to be rooted in something of substance, and I'm going to be rooted in the things that God tells me that I am, and that's a foundation that can't be shaken. So that was truly powerful, bro.
1: Yeah, bro, I mean, it's it's just so, you know important um as a man to, to find yourself rooted in stuff that's that's everlasting because you know there's there's nothing worse than than something that you know is temporary when you can have something that's everlasting and that can you know overfill you with with things you can't even contain and so you know my question to you is um where do you feel like you are right now as a man as far as um you know your mental capacity and how do you um handle situations that are thrown at you when you know they can be negative they can be positive um when it comes to um, women when it comes to relationships you know how have you
0: handled that so first and foremost just looking at my life a year ago I was just thinking about this today and like these past couple of days in quarantine it's got me a lot of time to reflect because you know I go through snapchat I see my snapchat memories and I see where I was a year ago and like it just blows my mind because it's always that famous you know kind of quote like your life can literally change in a year And that's how I felt because, you know, seeing from where I was, you know, my first year at Baylor to now like having my own apartment and, you know, starting this podcast and, you know, being a leader on campus and involved in organizations and, you know, going to Forbes and different stuff like that. It's like, wow, like the amount of growth that I've had this year can only be like given to God truly because it wasn't me from where I was a year ago. I wouldn't say I'm a completely different person, but I'm just more mature in the way I move, the way I see things, the way I act on things, the way I speak on things. Because before I would just, you know, trials and tribulations would come and I feel like I have to speak on everything that, I have to speak on everything that I face or I have to defend myself in this situation or I have to be heard or, or they have to hear my point of view. But just growing this past year, I've learned that, not everything has to be spoken on that, you know, if there is a disagreement and you say how you feel, you know, you say it once or not at all. And once you say it once, you don't repeat yourself because if it wasn't comprehended the first time, it's not going to be, it's not going to be understood probably a second or third time. So the way in which I try to continue to grow even now, because I just think about, you know, where do I want to be a year from now? Where do I want to be two years from now? Where do I want to be three years from now? It's just learning to listen more. And I think that's really been my biggest thing, that, you know, listening to people older than me, listening to people who are more experienced than me, listening to people who are, you know, in my career field, listening to people who have more knowledge than me, because I don't know everything. And because I don't know everything, there's knowledge and wisdom to be learned from other people. So that's been my biggest thing. And I think with that, it just comes with putting your pride to the side. Because as men, you know, we can be prideful sometimes by, you know, I don't know this, I'll figure this, this out, or, you know, I'll get through it. But it's just putting your pride to the side and, you know, asking for help, putting your pride to the side and saying, hey, I don't know this. Can you put me on? Can you put me on knowledge? Can you teach me about this? And just being humble at all times that, you know, despite, you know, if you were having a positive day or, you know, people seeing you a positive light, or whether people think see you in a negative light, you know, saying, staying the same, not getting too high or too low. Because, you know, people are going to talk regardless. Because like Malcolm X said, if you're not, people, if you aren't hating on you, you know, you're not doing something right. Or you're not doing much. I know that's not the exact quote, but it's something to that extent. But it's just, you know, if you're, if you're not doing anything worth talking about, nobody's going to say anything. But if you're doing great things, you know, you're making a mark people have things to say. It's not going to be all positive and it's not going to be all negative, but it's just the key thing is just not getting too high or too low because if you get too high, you're going to get knocked down. You're going to get humbled. But if you get too low, you know, you have to remind yourself, you know, better days are coming. There's a lot at the end of the tunnel. So I just, I've been learning to listen a lot more, even in, you know, friendships, relationships, learning and taking a step back. And instead of saying, you know, how do I feel and how do I think putting myself in somebody else's shoes and saying, how do you think, how do you view this? How do you see yourself? Because it's easy to be like, yeah, I think this way. I feel this way. I believe this. I believe that. But taking a step back and saying, you know, what do you think? Where have you been? What's your life story? Where have you come from? You know, why are you the way that you are? That takes a lot, a lot more work. And I think that the easy way out is, being able to just associate with our feelings and how we think and what we believe, but it's a lot more work to kind of put yourself in somebody else's shoes and say, hey, you know, why do they think like that? You know, why are they responding this way? Why are they viewing this in this way? It's it's a lot harder. So it's been a journey, but, you know, that's why it's life, because, you know, the only the only constant thing in this life is change. So I have the vision of what I want for my life, but I know there's going to be change, you know, it's inevitable, but it's just a matter of, you know, your vision and your mentality not wavering despite the change. And once you have that vision and that mentality constant, despite the change around you, nothing can change. Like it's all going to work in your good. and It's all going to work in your favor. Even with, you know, online classes right now, I can easily say like, you know, I don't want to go to school. I don't want to do my work. But my thing is my vision and my mentality hasn't changed. Where I want to be 10 years from now hasn't changed. So it doesn't matter if I'm taking classes on Pluto. It don't matter if I'm taking classes on Mars. It, don't, it doesn't matter if I'm taking classes on the moon. You know, my my mentality and my vision doesn't change. So it's just crucial in all the things that you do. Wow, that was, that was huge, bro. I was able to.
1: To, to take a lot from everything that that you were saying, um, I can hear the the drive and the the passion you have to continue to to better yourself every day. And you know, um, it's crazy because you said like uh, you were thinking about something the other day that you saw or something that happened a year ago. Um to touch on that bro, a year ago, I was mentally at the, the bottom of the barrel. My mental capacity was 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 so low you, you couldn't even see it. Um it was probably one of the toughest times that I've ever had to to experience in my life. I weighed uh, 177 pounds. Um right now I'm at two oh eight. You know. And uh to see a picture of myself and to, to see how far I've come, to to see all the, the great things that have have came along with refilling that that mental capacity up and refilling that uh, the joy, the the compassion, the the love that that God has, um and just opening my arms to him and allowing him to to move through me. Um, is, is truly amazing you know to, to hear you say that you know things may be tough right now with everything that's going on but your your mentality has not changed because you know that there is a, a greater good to come there is success to come um, you know sometimes like these are like you know road bumps these are, are doors that that are shut, but we have to be the bigger people to open them and say, I'm going to keep going. No matter how many walls I face, I'm going to knock them down. No matter how many troubles slap me in the face, I'm going to, to get back up. And so, you know, I'm not saying that it's, it's easy, but, you know, when you really want something and, you're you're tired of of feeling a certain way you know you'll make that change
0: yes sir bro and it's just as far as you know mentality the mentality that I carry is just it's kind of like athlete's mentality like I said with mama mentality like when Kobe would say like you know I play every game like it's my last and like that always stuck with me like wow like there's so many lessons from, you know, athletics and sports is that we can apply to our own lives. Like, if you live every day, with, if today was your last day on this earth, how would you live? Would you live any differently? Would you live with regrets? Would you live, you know, would you, treat, would you be more kinder to people? You know, would you let the argument go? You know, would you, you know, call your family? You know, would you invest in that relationship? You know, would you tell that person you love them? Like, how would you live if today was your last day on this earth? And that's honestly how I try to live my life. Like, even if it's, you know, picking up somebody's phone or open the door for them or, you know, telling somebody, hey, thank you, or telling somebody, hey, I really appreciate you and you're a shining part of my life. Because, you know, tomorrow is not guaranteed because people often think, you know, oh, I have tomorrow, I have next week, I have next month. But, you know, Kobe's death really taught us, you know life and death, it doesn't discriminate. Whether you're rich, whether you're poor, whether you're black, white, orange, purple, green, it doesn't discriminate. So you really have to live every day as if it's your last because the last thing you want to live with is live with regret. And that's what I don't want to live my life with. I want to live my life with, yeah, I made some mistakes. Yeah, I probably did some wrong things. I probably messed up. But, you know, I live with purpose. I live with passion. I live with fire. I live with you know, that mentality. I live with, you know, that drive. And Lord, Lord willing, you know, one day when it's my time to go home, I can look back on my life and say, you know, I lived it to its fullest extent. I don't have any regrets because I lived every day as if it was my last. And once you live with that kind of like power in your mind and that kind of like sense of, sense of time, days just fly by and then you look up and you know, that's your life. So, you know, what do you want your legacy to be?
1: That's huge. Because, you know, you're right, bro. Um We can have something one second and then everything be gone in a blink of our eye. You know? And so... That that is so true. You know how how do you want to to live your legacy? You know what do you want your your timeline to look like? You know um, it's it's so important that we're you know we are maximizing our time and you know we're constantly trying to to better ourselves because like you said, bro, um, your death day has has no color. You know when it's your time to to go on home, it's your time. And, you know, that's, that's so important to to have that mentality to, to do things and to go out of your way for people, because someday you will reap those, those benefits. You know, sometimes I feel like we find ourselves wondering, like, why am I doing this? Why am I staying up late or, or why am I doing this? And then later, God's like, look, if you'd been patient, you know, I could have. I could have easily just shown you. And so, you know, it's so important that we also do trust the process and that we're consistently um, bettering ourselves as people, as friends, as partners, um,
0: relationships, everything overall. For sure. My question for you would have to be kind of get getting back to, you know, capacity and being equally yoked is what characteristics do you seek in a person? You know, whether that's a friend or relationship, whatever the case may be, what characteristics do you seek out in a person for them to kind of be in your life? As far, I know you touched on it a little bit earlier, but just kind of like go a little bit more deeper into it as far as, you know, you know do they make you better? You know, do they push you? Are they kind or are they compassionate? Just talk a little bit about that.
1: Um, First and foremost, I've learned that when it comes to being with someone, I feel like energy should always be reciprocated. I feel like if I'm pushing you, you should push me. If I'm always making sure that um, I have your your best intentions and I want you to really maximize um, everything that you do, I want the same energy. I want someone to be equally yoked as far as being in the word, um, having the same fire and passion. When I talk about God, that you can do the same thing back to me, that when we're going through things, we can just stop and pray no matter where we're at. Um, that when things get so tough, when things get so tough, instead of you know reverting back to things that aren't going to help us, but we revert to God. Um, I've learned that, a relationship or a relationship that is not built off god's word it doesn't last and sometimes that can be with friendships that can be with your your bros that can you know be with you know women and their friends like if you aren't establishing something that is built off a key that's going to lead you to an everlasting door it won't work um, I'm not saying I'm perfect, and I'm not saying that I won't ever make mistakes, and I'm not saying that people in my life will never make mistakes. I also know that it's so important to have a you know, forgiving heart, but at the same time, you don't always have to forget things. Um, I don't want to get those confused. Um, but I feel like it is it's so important that um, my partner and I, that we see each other eye to eye. Um, When it comes to decision making, when it comes to finances, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to always feel like I have to take care of everything. I know that that is a man's responsibility and I will always provide for my family and provide for my wife. But, you know, sometimes it's also important to make sure that um, as a man, you feel appreciated because it's so hard being a black man in America today. And then the last thing that you want is to not be appreciated by who you're with and who you're spending time with and who, you know, you're coming home to. And so um, I just feel like, you know, to go back to the capacity and to go back to the example of being able to consistently pour life into each other. If we can't pour life into each other, how do we expect anything to really last. So that's kind of my opinion on it and how I feel. Um, For you, you know, I kind of want you to answer your own question and I want to see how you feel and, you know, if what you're saying aligns with what I aligns and if we have any differences in what we seek in friends or um, a woman.
0: Yeah, bro. That's what you said was... It was amazing, and kind of just touching on your last part, you said you have to be able to, in a relationship, pour into each other. But like I always tell you, and like we always talk about, just like off podcasts and you know just private conversations, if you're not pouring into into yourself, you can't pour into nobody else, and that's how I honestly feel. Because if you're not pouring life and pouring love and pouring peace and pouring joy within yourself, you can't pour that into anybody else. And then if you're going to pour that into yourself, you have to realize the source. So if God is your source of, you know, peace, joy, love, kindness, and you're pouring that into yourself, you can pour that into people. And then whenever you're feeling low, you go back to the source. But like we were saying earlier, if your source is clout, you know, women, um, popularity, or whatever the case may be. Yeah, you can pour, you can pour for, you know, however long you pour, but you're going to get empty and you're going to be broken. So that's why I believe it's just so key that God, like you said previously, is that source of love and kindness and joy and peace within you. Because whenever you're able to pour into somebody, the source is unlimited. There's no limitation to the source. And because there's no limitation to the source, there's no limitations on what you pour into people. So, you know with me whenever I feel down you know I go back to my source and I feel right back up and then whenever my friend feels down I can feel them right back up because I know my source and kind of touching on as you were saying as far as relationships it is true you you both have to be able to pour into each other but it's more so for me just a matter of are you pouring into yourself are you loving yourself are you taking care of yourself because I feel like that's what we lack in this generation that You know, we're not really taking care of ourselves to the best of our abilities. And yeah, we're still growing. We're still learning because we're young. But it's just a matter of first having that self-awareness. If you know, hey, I'm not taking care of myself. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Then if you're not doing it for yourself, how can you do it for anybody else? You can't do it for your family. You can't do it for, you know, friends. You can't do it for a partner. So it's just so much bigger than just, you know, relationships, because it's in all aspects. It's, you know, with your family, with your, you know, your friends, with your bros, with your sisters, with your partner. It's all it's all over the place. So it really starts with you. So that's why I feel like self-discovery and self-awareness are the key, because, you know, finding yourself, it's a lifelong journey. But as long as, you know, you're finding yourself and you're aware of the things that you do and, you know, you're using God as that source, then you're able to pour into people at, you know, at their lowest times, at their most broken times. And it's no there's no limit to what greatness or what positivity you can have in somebody's life if you're pouring into yourself and realizing the source. So that's kind of how I feel on it as far as, you know, relationships, friendships, brotherhood, sisterhood, all that great stuff. Because first, none of those things are possible without you. So it really starts with you investing in yourself, investing in who you are, investing in your dreams, investing in your vision, investing in your drive, investing in your mentality. Because once you're investing in that, you're going to reap the benefits and you can share that benefits with other people. But a lot of people are investing in different and wrong avenues and investing in clout, investing in, you know, women, investing in social media. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying this as, you know, I'm Mr. Perfect or I'm here to judge because I've made plenty of mistakes in my life. But I'm just saying that from learning of trying to do it the wrong way, investing in, you know, the wrong things. Like I said, personally, I've seen I've gone down that road and it doesn't lead you anywhere. So once I started investing in myself and investing in what I believe in, then blessings started to come through. So it just starts with you, you know, who you are, who are you, what are you doing to make yourself better day in and day out? Like I said, what are you doing to live every day like it's your last? So by the time you look up and you know your life is over, you see you touch millions of lives because you live every day like it was your last and you invested in yourself at a young age. And you reap the benefits with future generations. Gotcha. That's that's good, bro. Um,
1: you really opened my eyes to um a great question because you said it starts with us. It starts with you, you being Jonathan, um, you being Jacob. Like, do you feel like when you do um pour into yourself and you do pour, you know, love, um, compassion, um, all these great things that you know, we're supposed to fill ourselves with, do you feel like that if God was to send you somebody who had nothing, you know, who had none of those things that you portray, do you feel like with God, you know, with continue, with him always pouring into you, do you feel like you have what it takes to pour into somebody because that is your calling or do you feel like that's too much and it's not something that you should do that someone else could, that that person should figure that out on their on themselves.
0: Wow. That was a perfect segue question. I just thought that out there. <laughs> but for me, like I always tell you, it's just the foundation. So, you know, the person may not have, you know, all of those things working for themselves as far as, you know, pouring into themselves and compassion and, you know, love and kindness and different things like that but it's more so about the foundation that they have, you know, and that foundation is, you know, their capacity, you know, are they able to understand what I'm coming from when I'm saying the things that I'm saying, are they able to, you know, handle it from an emotional perspective when I say the things that I'm saying. So if that foundation is there and everything else isn't, then, you know, I can work with that because that, that foundation is so key and it's so important. Because I feel like people get into relationships, people get in friendships, and their foundation is built off of, you know, foolishness. You know, it's built off, like I said, you know, the different wrong avenues. But if the foundation is solid as far as capacities, as far as mindsets, as far as visions, as far as mentalities, if that foundation is there, you know, rooted in God and his word, then all that can be added, Because, you know, I'm pulling from my source and pouring into you. And, you know, God may be your source, but you're not. You're not. You're still growing. You're still learning. And we both are. So I'm pouring into you. But, you know, you're still learning. You're still growing. so you have an opportunity to learn and sit back and digest what I'm saying. But you can't do that if you don't have the capacity to. So it all goes back to, you know, what are you able to hold? Because perfect example, Whataburger has those big 32-ounce Whataburger cups. If I to try to pour that into a water bottle, it's going to overfill. And then the Whataburger cup is going to be empty. So you can be pouring it to somebody all day long, but if they don't have the capacity to receive all that you have to say, it is going to be overfilling, overfilling, overfilling. But if you have somebody with the equal capacity, that you have. You know, when you're pouring into them, they can digest and then receive more that you have to say. So that equally yoked and that capacity is the foundation. So if that foundation isn't there, then there's nothing. But once that foundation is there, everything else can be worked on. So that's just what I'm really pursuing in like all my friendships, you know, people who i may maybe interested or not interested in. It's just Having that foundation of equally or being equally open, and having that same capacity, because with that foundation it can't be shook, it can't be it can't be shaken, it can't be broken down, because that foundation is forever. I feel you on that because you know a lot of times
1: like we always try to you know build the house before we build the foundation. Um, you know, building a foundation is. Is, is so important because, you know, it's one can't truly, you know, like you were saying, take on everything that you're trying to fill their cup up with, but there's no foundation there. And I feel like it's also, you know, one has to be open to receiving everything that you're saying, because I feel like when one is open to receiving everything that you're saying, you know, you said you did the comparison of a water bottle to a 32 ounce cup. I feel like if they're open to receiving you know the information and everything that you're trying to say, their cup's only going to grow. you know they're allowing themselves to to be watered, you know you're allowing to they're allowing you to to plant seeds in them, and so I feel like that's a another thing that like we also have to think about is we have to be able to receive the information and and be open to receiving information because sometimes it's it's very hard you know when you have um a big old gallon of capacity that you want to pour into somebody and they have an eight ounce cup that they can only receive and, and that can be frustrating and so it's what do we do when we run into those situations and how do we overcome
0: them Is key very true. And touching on the point you said, like you said, plant the seed. Because, you know, you maybe let's say you plant the seed and you necessarily don't get to reap the benefits of that, you know, that friendship or that relationship or whatever the case may be. But whenever the next person who comes around in that person's life and they have that same kind of mentality or drive, when they go to pour into that person and, you know, Pour into that seed, pour water into that seed, and it's gonna grow and it's gonna bloom into what it was called to be. So, you know, we often pour, we often, we set seeds in people's lives, but we don't see the benefits sometimes. We may not be around to see the full benefits of it. You know, maybe it was just for a season. You know, relationships, friendships, maybe just for a season. But if you just plant that seed for a season, When another person comes along in their life and pours into them, it can be bearing fruits of a lifetime. So that's why I believe it's important of planting those seeds regardless, because you never know what blessing that could be for somebody else. As crazy as that may sound, you know, you may be, that person may be a blessing for somebody else, but it started with you. So like I said, again, it starts with you. And what are are the seeds that you're planting in people? Are you planting seeds of negativity? Are you planting seeds of positivity? Are you planting seeds of love? Are you planting seeds of hate? Are you planting seeds of, you know, bitterness? Are you planting seeds of being better? You know, it's all about what are you, what seeds are you sowing in people? Because, you know, a seed, that lasts forever. Once those roots are grown in somebody, that lasts forever. Because it's hard to uproot a tree. So if you're seeding, if you're sowing seeds of, you know, positivity, kindness, you know, lovingness, compassion into somebody, those are the roots that are going to be embedded in them forever. But if you're planting seeds of, you know, hate, bitterness, you know, jealousy, those roots are going to be deeply embedded in that person for a long time that they have to heal from. So it's just a matter. And that's even when you're raising kids, that's important. What you teach your kids, what do you, what are you planning into their lives? So it's all about you. Like I said, it's all it starts with you and the seeds you set and the seeds you sow. That's that's beautiful.
1: That's sensational <laughs> words of future. But yeah, I mean at the end of the day, bro, it is about all about the seeds, the the seeds that you're planting and and people and what you know, externally are you doing to make sure those seeds are growing? You know, are you watering them or are you just leaving them out to dry? You know, and so it's, it's, sort of, it's, it's important to plant the seeds and it's also to make sure that that tree and that plant is, you know, continually to to grow. And, you know, like you were saying, if you, you're planting a seed and you're planting it with negativity, with hatred, uh, with bitterness, with things that aren't of God, you know, that can last a lifetime. And then that goes into to generations, you know? So it's like, though we may not see it, what we're doing now, we're planting seeds into and, and our kids and, and then into our grandkids and to, to their kids. And so, you know, it's a continuing thing that is is going to, you know, happen as long as we're still here on this earth.
0: Right, bro. I just feel like we often lose sight of the bigger picture. Amen. That in, in the in the in the individ, individualistic society we lived in, we just about you know me, myself, my family, my people. But it's so much bigger than us. You know, it's bigger than me and you. It's bigger than Texas State. It's bigger than King's talk. It's bigger. It's bigger than you know twenty twenty. It's bigger than you know a pandemic it's bigger than all of that because the seeds that we sow is generational, like you said. So if you, if you see things from a generational perspective rather than a, a current perspective, it shifts how you think and how you move because you make decisions and plant seeds and think about how it's going to affect, you know, your family and your future family and your family's family, and your family's family's family, and that it's so much bigger than us. So when we often get discouraged and we get down, we have to realize it's so much bigger than us, what we're doing. It's so much bigger than us with what we're trying to achieve. That it's not, it's about, it's not about clout. It's not about um, chasing females, or chasing dudes, or or chasing social media, or whatever the case may be, that is literally bigger than us, so that whatever we seek, we shall find. You know, if we knock, the door will be open. So we just have to keep that mentality, keep that drive, keep that focus. Amen, amen. Um, that was,
1: we hit on some some great topics today. Uh, I hope, you know, everyone was able to to soak in, you know, everything that was said today. You know, like I said before, every time we talk, man, I'm always able to, to learn new things. I'm able to to soak in stuff that that I know that I've been dealing with that can um, help me. And so I just hope that, you know, people um, not only will relate to us, but will understand um, the importance of mental capacity and, and things that we go through daily and, and how we can overcome them and become better people, become better friends, become better mothers, become better fathers, become better boyfriends, you know, women becoming better girlfriends. And so um, I really am grateful and thankful that God is, is able to to move through us and he will continue to, to move and, and speak through us. And uh, there is always going to be so much room uh, to grow and
0: things will only get better. So, uh, this was good, man. Yes, sir. One final thing for me. I know we didn't really touch on it. It wasn't really a topic, but you know, I'm praying for everybody who's facing something during this COVID global pandemic. And I know, you know, personally, my mom, she's, you know, she works in the medical field in Houston And one of her coworkers got tested for Corona. So she's on a 14 day quarantine and thank God I'm in St. Marcus. But it's just like, we oftentimes see it on the news and, you know, it doesn't relate to us or it doesn't hit home. So, you know, we think it's, you know, it's all funny. It's a joke, but once it hits home and it's somebody, you know, it's somebody you love you, you take it seriously. So I just pray y'all follow the guidelines, you know, stay encouraged and have hope because that's all we can do. That, you know, tough times don't last, that tough people do. So I pray that during this time you stay encouraged, you stay investing in yourself, investing in your vision, investing into your mentality. And, you know, you're planting seeds in people during this time. You know, during this time people are alone, people are dealing with, you know, different mental mental struggles. So find somebody, plant a seed in them, and, you know, water them, watch over them, be there with them. Accompany them, ride for them, because you never know the fruits that they will bear. That's amazing, brother. Uh, I feel the same
1: way. I'm, I'm praying for everybody. I'm praying for strength, for peace, and uh, to know that this is only just a storm and that the, the sun will shine again. So uh, please take this series and take the precautions that you need to. Stay at home and um I just ask God to to continue to bless us through our darkest times. Yes, sir. Amen, amen. So just stay tuned, and uh, um, we love you guys, and y'all stay blessed. Stay blessed.